I didn't have access to the data. Yeah, you had. Mm. You had, but you didn't do it, but you had. Yeah. And there is something in the law that says if you have access to data, you are assumed to know the data. And in, in higher, higher level management, that is the case. So if you didn't know the data, but the data were there and you had access to them, you, they, they will punish you. You cannot say I didn't know it. You cannot say I didn't know it. So that is one thing that you make sure that everybody in the company has a role in relation to the quality of the, and the trustworthiness of the data. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sofian Chief Evangelist. Hello there. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me again. I hope you're having a good week. Things are slowly moving towards spring and, and things are starting to brighten up. So we're coming out of the winter doldrums. I was having a conversation with my good colleague, Hoop Rutten, who's been on this podcast in the past about data quality. And we were, we were actually kind of smiling at a, at a scenario that Hoop put forward. We were talking about here you are in a meeting doing a portfolio review. You got your presentation up. You're really making your points you want to make. And somebody in the room says, well, I simply just don't believe the data. And <laughs> that was Hoob's, Hoob's scenario, but it's such a realistic scenario. So uh, Hoob and I agreed to, to talk about that. So Hoob, thanks for coming back to our show. Yeah, you're welcome. How are you? I'm good. And you? No, I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm good. So this data quality issue can be a real problem, can't it? Share some thoughts about that. Yeah, so and the data quality is, uh, is perhaps uh, – it's not so much a IT issue. Data quality often is seen as an IT issue, but it's not. It's very often, and that is what, what uh, your intro uh, illustrates, is a, political, of, uh, a yeah. political issue. It's a general governance issue. So when we talk about data governance and we look at it purely from the IT perspective, the software perspective, that is different than then you look at it from the organization perspective and also the cultural perspective of a big organization. So that is the point. So data quality is a kind of a not so popular word like quality in general is because companies, they have no time for quality. Quality is a cost. We have quality, quality assurance and we don't like that. We don't like accountants and all that. So it's only a burden till they, they have moments, what we call dramatic moments in the company. And recently we had two dramatic moments for one was the the pandemic and the second one is at least in europe very very urgent the crisis because of the war in ukraine both situations are so-called dramatic moments and when you have a dramatic moment you can look at companies and they can you can see how well prepared they were for that and i can tell you I didn't see one that was well prepared. So there is a lot of work to do in innovation management. There is a lot of space for improvement, which in fact can be done quite easily. It is not so that it is difficult to do, but, but there must be a kind of a reason to do it and a reason that people see and feel. Shall I give you an example of such a reason? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there is one company, a big company, they get into the in the crisis, 
And because of the, the supply of materials, the cost of energy and all that, the production of their products is loss-making. So they have a loss-making thing, and they cannot have that forever. So when you have a, a company with 30, 40 plants, they are very concerned to keep their plants going. They don't want to get closed plants and set them on the street to people, because that is even more expensive in the end than just stop it for a moment. But it's very difficult to stop production yeah, for a moment. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, not so easy to do. So in the whole ecosystem that they have, it is quite complex. They need to have the data to take quickly decisions together over the company with the commercial functions, the R&D functions, and the production functions together with customers take a decision what they can do to keep the plants going, to utilize the plants and make sure that products can go out to the market. First of all, they don't have to close the plants with the cost. And secondly, they keep revenue coming in. So the operational financial situation of companies is in crisis difficult. If that goes down, you really have an issue. Well, to act quickly and to act flexibly, you simply need to have a couple of things in place. Otherwise, you simply cannot do it. And there is a human factor to it. And there is also a technical factor uh, to, to it. And uh, I, I think this sets the scene. If your data quality, data governance, is also a word that we could talk about, is not well organized, not set up, to be prepared for dramatic moments, you are also not prepared for the normal, the normal day-to-day -day work. Yeah, let me. That's interesting, Hub. You say that. So when I think about the data in the ERP system, the financial data, right? The the heart of the financials of a company that get yeah. uh, a public company gets audited, right? To get reviewed, uh, nobody ever doubts that data, right? If there's a revenue number. Nobody doubts it. If there's a cost number, nobody doubts it. Uh, the quality appears to be much higher there than innovation data. Why is that? Yeah, well, I, th I think if if compare what 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 uh, how the data of an ERP system that in the end go in an annual report, how much time and money companies spend to make this data correct for the markets. Because if the markets, if you give the wrong data to the markets, the CEO will be punished. Well, that threat is not there. Innovation management uh, systems. And the second thing is, innovation management systems, they are, in fact, many in the company. There is not True. one innovation management. There are yeah. many in the company. And some of them are based on, on hobby. Some of them are really professional. Uh, some of them are only technical and not business. Some of them are only business and not technical. So there are gaps in, in the data. And the point is, the ERP system will not help you because in the ERP system, you only have backward-looking data. You don't have the forward-looking data. And in innovation management, you have the forward-looking data. And the problem that we have is a forward-looking forward yeah, problem. Forward problem. So that is quite uh, interesting. As long as companies don't see innovation management and innovation management systems as something that is in the margin, is marginal, and not critical to their survival, the quality will not be top. And, and that is the point. And 
I think also for Sophion, it's important for our systems. Our systems are more mission critical, if I can use that word, mission critical, in times of crisis, where the dramatic moments are there. Then you need to data. And then you need to collaboration. And then you need to get people together in a room and take a decision. And that then is the issue. And then they are in the room. And everybody brings his own interest in the room. And then they start fighting about the data because yeah. they cannot trust them. Yeah. Well, if they were organized, right, they couldn't escape from the quality of the data because you have to recognize the trustworthiness of the data if the governance is, uh, is set up right. And we can talk a little bit more about this. There are basically two things, two challenges always in, in uh, that is, are the data that we have complete to take a decision? Are there no gaps in it? Because some data will be in a PLM system, some data will be sure. in a in Salesforce type of system or in the innovation management system, some in even Jira type of stuff, you know, where, you, where, where, we, can, where we can see the progress of uh, engineering work. And is it complete? And that is often a challenge if you're not prepared for that. And the, the other thing is the trustworthiness. Uh, we, you touched on that. So we can have all the data in the database, but if you don't trust them, then there's an issue. Trustworthiness is, is something you have to be able to prove. You have to be able to say, this is trustworthy. So if somebody says it, you say, shut up. This is trustworthy because didn't this and this we do in the process to make them trustworthy. Right, right. And you, right. Your, and you yourself, you signed it. You signed off on them. So if you make people accountable for the data that they discuss in the room, nobody will say, I don't trust them because they don't trust themselves. Right, right. They've already signed up. And that is a governance, a governance thing with all kind of impact on access to data. What are the approval moments in the process? All the things, you know, that we do also with StageGate. That is one of the things of StageGate. One of the good things of StageGate I always found is you have gate meetings. And gate meetings are there to first accept the data brought forward by the project before you take a decision. That means you don't have once in a while data that somebody puts in. No, data are part of the decision-making processes yeah and so and if you then go if you load these data up to the portfolio level if they come from approved gates approved gates and then you have a portfolio meeting then it is very difficult to for somebody to say hey i can i i, I don't trust these data then yeah. he says i don't trust the gatekeepers right i don't trust the approvers i don't trust my colleagues they are lying to me and it might be is right huh Right, right. Could be, yeah. Could be, could be. But but you've diffused the issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what would your approach be to a company to get quality innovation data? There are a couple of things that you that you have to do. Uh, First of all, you have to have for innovation management a governance charter, and in that governance charter, you describe the accountabilities for the quality of the data. You describe them. You also describe access to the data. Who has access to the data? Some people sometimes say, I didn't have access to the data. Yeah, you had. Mm. You you didn't do it, but you had. And there's something in the law that says, if you have access to data, you are assumed to know the data. And in in higher, higher level management, that is the case. So if you didn't know the data, but the data were there and you had access to them, they, they will punish you. You cannot say, I didn't know it. 
You cannot say I didn't know it. So that is one thing that you make sure that everybody in the company has a role in relation to the quality of the and the trustworthiness of the data. And 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 we can as a consequence of that governance, we can build that in as, as Sofion in the solutions that we have in the in the stage gated ways of managing investments. We, we can do that. And the way we take uh, decisions. This is an, an, an important point. I'll give you one example of governance. In the governance charters that I have created so far in my career, I always made the gatekeeper accountable for the quality of the data that the CEO in the end is looking at. So not the project is responsible for the data, accountable for the data. They are responsible to deliver good data. And we can have all kinds of reviews in it and all that stuff, right? We can do that. But in the end, is one person with a name accountable for it. This is a very key thing. Companies that do that, the quality of their data, they go up enormously. That goes up. Yeah. A second thing is that you built in, in your process, rules that give you an alert. If certain data are missing, not complete, data are late, data are not, uh, let's say, are weird. Yeah. Out of bounds or suspect. Uh, out of, uh, something, is, is, something is not right. I have a very concrete uh, example at the moment with one of my customers. The guy at the top, he experienced too often that uh, revenue estimations for a new product are not correct. And that is a quite complex thing to do because the revenue estimations, they come from more than 100 countries where you have product managers who deliver those data. And they have an attitude to do that. It's also a little bit, they try to protect themselves, of course. So sometimes they are very conservative and sometimes they are so optimistic that you think, why can they be so optimistic? And they are so optimistic because they want that product to come. So they, they make yeah, already a, right. kind of a, a selection if they, if they <laughs> wanted to give it a lot of points. And if they don't Good want intention. It, <laughs> exactly. So another thing that we can do is that you have uh, in your organization, innovation management organization, that you have some support for data quality, some human support. And you can do that with data stewards. So if you have data stewards, those are people that are part of their job is mm -hmm. to go through the innovation management data in the different systems and, and see whether it is all right. And that is the completeness, that they are traceable, that they are in time, but all that they are okay. So they do, they are almost like a support function to the gatekeepers and to the portfolio managers, not managers so much to the portfolio owners. Because the portfolio yeah. owners, they don't have the time to do it. They, they really don't have time. And uh, their peers from the technology side also don't have the time. They, these are high level people, have so much to do. And to manage that portfolio, they think about the business and they think about the technologies and what can be done and the resources and all that. That is a point. And another aspect that you need to organize too is that you, here we come perhaps to a little bit to integration, that the data that you have are useful. Yeah. And they, they have to be useful. If you take portfolio management, that is prioritization of resources. So if your resource information is not correct, you have a problem, you cannot plan. In terms of crisis, you cannot plan. In fact, if your system was smart enough, it could say, hey, 
we have now a crisis, your portfolio should now be this, 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 so that, that, the, that the system would say it, should say it. But that is a dream. Believe me, that is something like flying to the moon, you know, that is, that, that is, that is a dream. But the data that you have about the resources are sometimes not good, not there, right? Yeah, right, common. Resources is a common one for sure, yeah. You need to know that. So it's very, very important that the product people and the engineering side, as well as the manufacturing side, that they have, in fact, one integrated portfolio. The main point that I want to make, what I see is that many companies, when we talk about innovation management, they think about product innovation. And they don't talk so much about process innovation. And they don't talk a lot about plant innovation. Well, if you, if you are in a crisis and plant utilization is a top, top priority for the company, we have to have something to keep that plant running then if the R&D people don't have insight in what that portfolio there is, they can yeah. play. And the other way around, if they, they don't know what kind of products come, and that brings me to the next point. In many innovation management systems, we have project information and not product information right. in the right way. Yeah. And we have to talk about products. So which product features, whatever you call it, can we bring to the plant as soon as possible? And in my experience, the product information is hidden in projects information. So yeah, we like we have we have innovation projects. But if you have one innovation project with five new products in it, to keep it simple, five. There's only five, because <laughs> I, I have example, examples of many, many more. So we have five products in it. Perhaps two of these products we can do easily and bring them quickly to the plant. We launched them quickly, and three others are not. So, in fact, we have five projects and not one. Right. So, if your system does not unveil, I think in English, unveil that, that, that data in the right That's way. That's a nice word, unveil. Yeah. yeah. That data, you are looking in the fog. You don't know. Yeah. So, when you have a project portfolio only, you cannot react. You cannot act. You have to have next to it a new product portfolio and the product with new features and all that. You have to have that. Otherwise, you cannot say and you have to know of each product how complex it is, how much it costs to do it, how quickly, quickly we can do it, which one is close to, to availability for production, which one is far away from it, and whether it is in one project that they do it, one program or in 20 not relevant. I need that information to know. And then when you go in your portfolio and you select those, and you can select those because you have the data quality, you can select those that we might bring quicker to the market. Then you have a portfolio meeting. And in that portfolio meeting, you agree the factors of decision-making. And the number one is then plant utilization in this in this in this in scenario. That example, yeah, yeah, but which is mostly the case. I can tell you, it's, it's yeah. realistic that is is that. So we have a short term problem, and we have we have also an operational financial problem. So we need to do that. Yeah. So where are we? And then if the manufacturing guys 
also are open of where they are with their innovation. It might be that they are just at the moment. They have perhaps have to stop certain innovations, right, on their side. It's not the moment to install a new robot. It's not the moment to change the line and have three months to change yeah. all the, soft, the software packages around it or to train the, the workers uh, on it. So what can we do with our current infrastructure, current plant? What can you bring down the pipe R&D that I can do as soon as possible? And sales, is this what we really can sell? Yeah. And that scenario gives you, I would say, an idea. You cannot do that if you are not organized very well in terms of governance that you say we have an innovation council or something that takes the decision the innovation council has the data to take the decision and they are trustworthy they are not political they have to do that the data they can count on they are complete so from across the camp not only cross-functional in r&d but across the organization including production and process and all that stuff that is together and then that you also have an agreement about uh, decision-making factors that you have. So if you are in such a meeting and one guy is not interested in the, in the utilization of the plan and the other one is, you know, they will never get, a, get you an agreement. So you need also in the governance for those moments where you have crisis, for dramatic moments, you need to have prepared your organization from a governance perspective. Who shares those meetings? And I think in, in the companies that I know, the CEO himself has to share it. Yeah, this is a really good point, Hoop. A lot of companies had a governance process, had the governance documentation, but it was geared towards business as usual. And it, it, it did not have the ability to include the, the impact of a sudden unexpected change, especially of the, of the magnitude of the pandemic. And so I think there's a, there's a case to be made to say, okay, we've got our governance plan for business as usual, but we have to have perspective in there for the unexpected, right? The big, massive things that might come our way. And that's a test you can apply against your governance plan, against your governance documentation or charter was the word you used. You can you could use that as a test. Well, what if... You can test it. And uh, like the, the fire brigade, they are, they are testing Always. fire. So, so companies should, should test the governance also when there is a fire. It makes no sense to have nice documents for for the luxury times. Makes no sense. Yeah, and you might find that in that test, you you will find that there's data that maybe you don't have yet, and that would be a good thing to add into the charter, right? To collect that data, to have that data, to make sure that data is, as you said, complete and correct. Uh, a, a, an example: I I was working closely with an executive when the pandemic hit. And in their particular company, they had the issue where plants were distributed in different locations in the U.S. and in Europe. But the consumers, and they were a business-to-business -business company, they were not business-to-consumer, but their businesses that they needed to get the product to were in different locations. And it was a matrix. It was not only the, the plant consideration, but it was the distribution consideration. And when transportation across borders shut down or they couldn't get enough truck drivers or 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 the problem was 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 very different for them than they had expected beforehand right so now they're a lot smarter on the other side of it but uh, going through that was really difficult for them because they, they optimize the making of the product optimize the plant and then they had to figure out how to get the product to the uh to their end 
end buyers or end users. So interesting dimension. In management theory, you know, they talk about dramatic moments. You have to be prepared for so-called dramatic moments. That is also something that many companies are missing. That is the master data file for innovation management. So when you have a master data file as a company, you know, you agree in the company which data you need, you want to manage for any situation, basically, and where these data then are managed. So where is it? And, and can they, are, they, are they consistent and so on, you know, and compliant? And, you know, the, the technical side is quite easy. But the first of all is you need, what do we need to know from each product? What, what is it that we need to know to take a decision in, in, uh, in, a, di in a difficult time? Yeah. So, for instance, in business case calculations, perhaps this is something for a next, uh, a next podcast. Business case calculation. If you have a business case calculation at a project level, Forget it, that you can use it for dramatic moments. Because you cannot say at that time, if I have five products in my projects and the, the raw materials prices go up or a certain ship is not available, you cannot say for which product is vulnerable to this situation of my products in my project. Are, right, right. Because you don't have that data then. You don't have a business case calculation for each of the products. That means you, you don't know later on if you go down the road when you have to make a choice. What is the choice that you make? Because you don't have the data. And I think there is a lot, a lot of uh, awareness in the market, slowly but surely, that innovation management is not managing projects Innovation management is managing the, the new sales catalog, is manage, managing of the products that we will do and which one we launch and not launch and, and all that. Yeah. And if you have hundreds of these, you know, that's a, so there yeah. is a whole, there's a whole area, I think a whole prairie complete, which is empty at this moment, where in the future we will see a lot of, uh, a lot of improvement. Yeah, I think your point is, is if I rephrase it, Innovation has a lot of dimensions to it. One is the project, right? Because you don't do it without a project. But the second is the product and the portfolio, right? These are all the process. These are all parts of, of that innovation. It's, it's what, uh, Sofian is now calling innovation ops, right? The concept of operationalizing innovation. So that's a good topic for another time as well. Yeah. But, Hoob, I want to thank you for coming coming by and sharing these uh, these great uh, concepts and, and suggestions to people. I think, you know, my takeaway: a governance charter, the build the data into the process, having the stakeholders or the gatekeepers or whatever terminology is appropriate. All those things were good. The the, the fact that you have to have not just the R and D, but the plants right? The manufacturing people together. Very good, very good recommendations. And I think my final recommendation to people listening would be just have your answer ready. If you're in a portfolio review and somebody says, maybe somebody who's not in the process says, I don't, I don't believe that data. Because if you've done all the things we've just talked about, that's the answer. And that would shut anybody up. There's just, there's no reply to that, right? So just have that answer in your pocket ready to go in case it ever comes up. Hopefully it never does, but it might. 
Oh, you can be sure that it happens. <laughs> I know. I know that it happens. You've probably yeah. seen it happen. Yeah, great. I've seen it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Hoob. Any 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 final comment before we uh, we close our thing today? It's been a fun discussion. The only thing I would like to say, thank you for for uh, for the opportunity here. It's a very nice subject to work on yeah. with uh, with companies and do some Im- improvements because there is a lot to Im- improve in, in in that area where also. Sofion as a company can contribute a lot, I think. It is essential for companies to survive and to be good. So we, we, we are, I think, the, the crisis that we have, they, they help us to understand how important innovation, professional innovation management is. I like that word, professional innovation management. So not amateuristic, but professional. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we'll get together again, Hoob, as well, because you and I were talking about, from a portfolio standpoint, how do you manage the, you know, the core business and then the, the change, the disrupted change that comes in. So let's have you yeah. back to discuss that one, okay? Okay, look forward to that. Good. All right. Have a great week ahead, Hoob. Thank you. And thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, it's always fun to talk about these topics and walk away with clear actions, clear ideas, how to make things better. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com, S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.